Online, thank you for tuning in on Facebook, wherever you're at. April and Phil, we see you. We love you. Bless you. They're up in L.A. Thank you for tuning in. And I'm um, also on our podcast on SoundCloud as well at Word of the Ranch. Thank you for tuning in to this message. Whenever and wherever you're hearing it. I mean, this thing's saved on Facebook, too. They could be listening to the message three years from now. So isn't that, isn't that awesome that the anointing is trapped and can be transferred at any time? I love that. <laughs> Praise God forever. The word's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Well, how's everyone doing? Great. Amen. Isn't it nice weather? Praise God forever. Thanks for showing up. Amen. You just pull on me and I'll pull on heaven. Amen. Praise God for a good day today. God is so good. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Which means he's always good. He's never bad. He's not bipolar. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So you can trust him. He's not a man that he can lie. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> and the Holy Ghost is here in us today. Y'all look so beautiful. Praise God. You're His beloved. Say, hey, I'm God's beloved. I'm God's beloved. He loves me just as much as He loves Jesus. That's why He sent His Son to die for you. Amen. Amen forever. <laughs> We're going to have a healing service today. Amen. From the top of our head to the soles of our feet. And just another quick announcement. I scheduled Marilyn Neubauer, who has a healing ministry, travels all the world for healing. She's going to be here on Mother's Day. I try to get her every Mother's Day, May 9th. So she'll be with us. And we just support her. We love on her. Yeah. And uh, we're connected with her. So praise God forever. So mark your calendar for that. And then me and her just going to lay hands on everyone. And I just, I, the Holy Spirit's going to show up. Amen. That healing anointing's on her ministry. So that's May 9th on Mother's Day. We're believing, believing her in. Whatever day Mother Day, Mother's Day. It's always a Sunday. Sunday, Mother's Day. So praise God. Let's pray together, shall we? Oh, and I'm also trying to get Terry Mize at the end of April on a Saturday service as well. He's speaking at Pastor Arts on Sunday, so I'm thinking about doing a special just Saturday service for him here. Wouldn't that be good? Yeah. <laughs> He's so good. We love him. So praise God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you where two or three are gathered. You're here in our midst. I thank you for a fresh word in season. I thank you for your healing presence that's here every time we gather together. That every word goes forth unchecked and unhindered from any outside care, distraction, thought, judgment, whatever it is that anyone came in here with that's not of you, not of God. I pray you just wipe that off their shoulders, off their minds right now, that they are attentive to hear you, your voice from heaven today. And we give you all the praises for it. I thank you that you're our perfect caretaker and you're faithful to take everyone if we're faithful just to cast them over on you. So together right now, collectively as a unit, as the body of Christ, we just cast every care, every weight, every hindrance, any roadblock that would try to set us back from running our course with patience and in love. We just cast the whole of our cares over on you, for you care for us. And we give you all the praises for taking them. I freely let go of them. I am carefree in this life. Kingdom of God on earth and inside of me. I thank you, Lord, that I can be carefree every day of our life because we have a perfect caretaker. And we give you all the praises for taking them. We thank you that we're free and free indeed, for who the sun sets free is free indeed. Thank you for dwelling amongst the candlesticks, your churches, and you're moving in our midst right now. So we reach out for a fresh word and a fresh touch in season that can change our lives forever. And if you agree with that, say amen. 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 I uh, sent out a link. If we don't have your information for our daily text, please give us your information at the back. And you can get those, and there's just some updates on that as well. But um, I sent out a link for 101 healing scriptures when I was battling with infirmity. Hi. <laughs> From um, around 2005 for about a year and a half, I went through the whole Bible and found every verse on healing and wrote them down in a little pocket 
journal I had. And man, I read those every day, Douglas. And it brought healing to my body. I went from 150 malnourished to 220 pounds. Of, uh, and I was fit 220, running eight miles a day in L.A. And God just healed my body. And he's not a respecter of persons. He's just a respecter of faith. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if you get this word in you, it will heal your body. I'm living proof of that. I'm healthy today because of the word of God. I'm alive today because of the word. It's the word that preserves you. It's the word that created you. Light be, son be, daughter be, you were. Amen. And it's the word that sustains us. So praise God for the word. This is from Keith Moore's book, God's Will to Heal. And again, I sent that link, and you can just print these out. Did anyone print them out? I sent it out. At, uh, where's the diligent one? Anyone diligent? <laughs> is there anyone with the administrative gift that actually printed these out at 8.30 this morning? No, okay, fine. Fine, fine, fine. We're getting there. <laughs> I have them. That's all that matters, right? So just listen to them, all right? It's good to put your eyes on the word, though, as well. Just come, have them coming in your eyes. Have them coming in your ears and out your mouth, and your body's going to respond. Amen? I try to get every sense involved with the Word. Amen? The Word works if you'll work it. The Word will work if you work it. Amen? How many of you have tasted that the Word is good? The living, amen. Everyone's hand went up here. And you online, I hope too. I hope so too. Thanks, Samuel. I'm anointed. You anointed me today. Good thing I'm wearing black. Drool. Amen. Praise God. I love him in the front row. He's just all, he's just taking it all in. He lit up when he saw you and Arthur. Well, praise God forever. Anyone in for babysitting? You took that. Praise God. All right. We have 101 verses here on why you should be healed and well right now. Amen. We have 50 from the Old Testament and 51 from the New. Isn't God so good? He outlined it pretty, pretty steadily for us. Amen. So again, print these out on your own. But um, this is from Keith Moore's book, God Said So. And he said, how do we know whether it's God's will to heal us or not? It makes little difference about what others say about it, but what did he say about it? What did God say about your health? Remember that God is no respecter of persons, Acts 10.34, and he never changes, Malachi 3.6. So what he said to them yesterday, he is saying to you today. Say, God is speaking to me today directly. I'm his child. He speaks to me every day. So God's word is going to speak to you today. All you have to do is mix your faith with it that's in you now and reach out and take it. If it's not mixed with faith, it will profit you nothing. You got to mix faith with the word and receive it and you take it. I believe the word over any man's voice. I went to three different specialists. They all said different things. Anemia, malabsorption syndrome, migraine, Crohn's disease. But I put the word above their words. Amen. I put the word above their word, and that's why I'm healed today. Amen. You put the word above your words. You put the word. It has to be first place and final authority. I love saying I've said it before, but Billy Graham's ministry really took off when he placed his Bible on a wooden stump in the backwoods of North Carolina. And he said, by faith, Lord, I take this Bible at its entirety. It's truth in my life. I believe every word in it. And that's when he started preaching it. You can only say something you believe. Your, your words that come out of your mouth are what you believe. Everyone will know your faith by what you talk about most. And you, I, you can spend two minutes with anyone on earth and locate them spiritually, physically, financially, where they're at on earth. Just the two minutes of conversation. Because what's in you comes out of you. But if the word's not in you, it can never come out of you. 
So it has to be in us, amen, to make the difference, to make that change. Praise God. Say, I'm healed. I'm healed. Amen, amen. So here we go. I'm going to read through this list. Number one, and there's all these scripture references. I don't want to read them. So I'm just going to read the word, amen, and just feed you the word. I am the Lord that healeth thee. Okay, I will read the scripture references. Exodus 15, 26. Your day shall be 120 years old, Genesis 6, 3 says. You shall be buried in a good old age, Genesis 15, 15. You shall come to your grave in a full age like a shock of corn cometh in its season, Job 5:26. When I see the blood, I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you, Exodus 12, 13. Say, COVID ain't got nothing on me. Amen. I'm still alive. It's dead. Amen? Praise God forever. You won. I will take sickness away from the midst of you, and the number of your days I will fulfill, Exodus 23, 25, and 26. I will not put on you any of the diseases you are afraid of, but I will take them away from you. I will take away all sickness away from you, Deuteronomy 7:15. It will be well with you, and your days shall be multiplied and prolonged as the days of heaven upon the earth. Deuteronomy 11, 9, and 21 say, I turned the curse into a blessing for you because I loved you. Deuteronomy 23, 5 and Nehemiah 13, 2. I have redeemed you from every sickness. Say every sickness. Every sickness. And every plague. Deuteronomy 28, 61 and Galatians 3, 13. As your day, so shall your strength be. Deuteronomy 33, 25. I have found a ransom for you. Your flesh shall be fresher than a child's and you shall return to the days of your youth. Job 33, 24, and 25. This verse touched me when I was battling a chronic illness. I just, I, I had 19 in my mind, but I'm just going to return as fast as I was at 19. And I did. Praise God. God restored my youth. That verse did me much good. I found a ransom for you. Your flesh shall be fresher than a child's. You can smell Samuel after the service if you like. We'll pass him around. He smells so fresh. It's like fresh baked bread from heaven. Amen? Just want to eat him. Praise God. But his flesh is fresh like a child. You can look at him. It's fresh. It's new. That's what God's telling you today. He'll make your, fresh, your flesh fresher than a child's. Amen. Restoration. Makes all things new. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. That's including your body. Amen? newness of life praise jesus forever he's the great restorer i have healed you and brought up your soul from the grave i have kept you alive from going down into the pit psalm 31 and 2 i will give you strength and bless you with with peace that word peace is shalom nothing missing nothing broken psalm 29 11 says i will preserve you and keep you alive psalm 41 2 I will strengthen you upon the bed of languishing. I will turn all your bed in your sickness, Psalm 41.3. I am the health of your countenance and your God, Psalm 43.5. No plague shall come near your dwelling, Psalm 91.10. I will satisfy you with long life, Psalm 91.16. I heal all your diseases. Well, that's plain enough, ain't it? <laughs> Psalm 103.3. I encourage you to give any doubting, unbelieving Christians this list. You know, and just, this is the word on healing. Who do you believe? If you don't believe God, who are you believing? You know? I am the health of your countenance and your God, Psalm 43, 5 says. 
No plague will come near your dwelling. I read that in Psalm 103.3. I heal all your diseases. I sent my word and healed you and delivered you from your destruction. Psalm 107.20. You shall not die, but live. That's good news to someone dying in the hospital of stage 4 cancer, isn't it? No, God's not teaching them through death. Like I've said it before, God will never teach His child or anyone on earth life through death. He teaches you life through life Himself. Amen? Again, He's not bipolar. He's not good and bad. He's always good forever. And good heals. Good restores. Good does not destroy. That's bad's job. That's the thief who's called to steal, kill, and destroy. He called Himself into that position. And that's what He's doing. Amen. If you don't uh, translate your Bible through the lens of Jesus' words in John 10.10, you'll never understand it. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come. This is our Messiah. This is our Lord and Savior. I have come, he said, to give you life and life in full. That's from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. That's your relationships. That's your bank balance. Amen. That's your jobs. That's every. That's your families. Life in full. And until you believe that, you'll never have it. You have what you believe. You can put faith in Advil, and Advil will work for you. The things that work for you are what you believe in. So what are you believing in today? Is it God Almighty? Because until you make Him final voice in your life, the devil is going to creep in and trip you up and deceive you. It has to be first place and final authority. I have to act on his word just as much as I would a trusted lawyer or a doctor or friend. Amen. When he says given, it is given unto me. If I don't give, it won't be given unto me. I have to give to release the blessing. I have to do the word to release what it says. I have to do the word to release the provision. Amen. Amen. Praise God forever. Just move something that hurt right now. Just move something that hurt in your body. And reach out with your arm of faith and put works to your faith. Faith works. Faith works. Amen. You shall not die but live and declare my works. Psalm 118.17 says, I heal your broken heart and bind up your wounds. Psalm 147.3 The years of your life shall be many. Proverbs 4.10 Trusting me brings health to your navel and marrow to your bones. Proverbs 3.8 Anyone had arthritis or joint health in the past? Issues? Well, you can get new marrow from heaven, it says here, through the word of the living God, your supply and storehouse. Marrow to your bones. My words are life to you and health and medicine to all your flesh. Say all my flesh. flesh. Proverbs 4.22. My good report makes your bones fat. Proverbs 15.30. My kids love that verse. We read these at night to them. I always say, they just love that one. My good reports make your little bones fat. (laughs) Read that one, Daddy. They make my little bones fat. (laughs) New marrow into your bones. You can have what you can believe for. My pleasant words are sweet to your soul and health to your bones. Proverbs 16, 24. My joy is your strength. A merry heart does good like a medicine. Nehemiah 8.10, Proverbs 17.22. Uh, the eyes of the blind shall be opened. The eyes of them that see shall not be dimmed. Isaiah 32.3, 35 and 5. Amen. 
You can act on that word. Amen. The eyes of them that see shall not be dimmed. That was given to Moses at 120. It said his natural forces were not abated, nor was his eyesight dim or diminished. Perfect sight. 2020, 2010, at 120. Amen forever. And again, he's not a respecter of persons. He's just a respecter of faith. The tongue of the dumb shall sing. The tongue of the stammerers shall be ready to speak plainly. Tongues are loose so you can speak the word over your life. That's the number one way the devil trips you up. And I've seen, you know, um, special needs kids who can't talk. That's the devil who's got their tongue so they can't speak the word of life over them. you got to loose that tongue. Here's a promise for that. The tongue of the dumb shall sing. The tongue of the stammerers shall be ready to speak plainly. If you know anyone like that, speak this word over them. Get it in you, then lay hands on them. Amen? Loose their tongues first so they can see and speak. I had a friend who was hit by a uh, drunk driver. And he, he's been to a couple of our, he was at a couple of our services. Passed away, but um, I would go down there, and he was crippled. And he lost, he was in concussion, he was in a coma. And uh, his wife just stayed with him forever. And he came to our services, and I would go down there once a week to their house and just speak this healing word over him. Speak it over him. And he couldn't talk. Couldn't move his tongue for a while. And slowly but surely, as I would go down there and minister the word and speak the word over him, and then one day I just felt led to speak on I just gave him scriptures on the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in new tongues. And I laid hands on that man, and he received his baptism in that state, and his tongue started just moving like that on the inside of his mouth. And then he started giving breath to it. Just faintly like that. And every time I'd go down there after that, he recognized me and he'd pray in tongues with me. In a, in a critical condition. But the word works. But first I had to lose his tongue. The Holy Spirit had to come in so he could pray in tongues. What a gift, amen, to build yourself up on your most holy faith. See, he could pray in tongues while I was gone all week, all day by himself, and build himself up on his most holy faith, praying in the unknown tongue in the Holy Ghost. And then I'd come back and he'd smile at me. You know, every week. They moved away, but, you know, I had them for a while. I kept them under the canopy of the Word, amen, and the anointing. And I saw a change in them. Good change. Positive change. It was visible. But the first thing that had to go was that dumb spirit, that stammering spirit you get. I loose his tongue in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, come in. Take over his tongue so they can heathen live a life. Amen. So the devil's always after your tongue first. If he can get your rudder, if he can get your tongue, the hand of your power, he's got you. It's always after our tongues. What a great verse. Isaiah 35, 6 and 32, 4. The lame man shall leap as a heart. Isaiah 35, 6. I will recover you and make you to live. I am ready to save you. Isaiah 38, 16 and 20. I give power to the faint. I increase strength to them that have no might. Isaiah 40, 29. I will renew your strength. I will strengthen you and help you. Isaiah 40, 31. Isaiah 41, 10. To your old age and gray hairs, I will carry you and I will deliver you. Isaiah 46, 4. I bore your sickness. Isaiah 53, 4. You don't have to fear death. There's so many promises on the Lord holding you. I can't wait to die. I can, but I'm looking forward to it. You should be too. On the other side of this flesh is glory. Amen. I'm looking forward to it. How about you? 
Hey, man, I, I know I can't go yet. I got responsibilities and work to do. There's work to be done. But I, how about, I think we're all looking forward to it. Just paradise without an adversary who comes to steal and kill and destroy on earth. He ain't in heaven. Amen. It's just paradise without him. Praise God forever. So you shouldn't be afraid of any man. Jesus is pretty clear telling you that. Don't fear man who can just kill the body. Fear him who can destroy soul and body in hell. So we're supposed to fear God, not man. Amen. We're supposed to fear God, not man. There's so many Christians who fear man more than they fear God. And that's why they're trapped in fear. You can't be trapped in fear and live in faith. Faith and fear can't dwell in the same house. Yeah. You're either in faith or you're in fear. It's one or the other. You know? Am I in faith today or am I in fear? Am I making my decision based on fear or based on faith? Am I grabbing a million gallons of gasoline and stockpiling in my backyard based on fear or is it based on faith? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. Did the Lord instruct me to do that? Because if he didn't, it's your flesh. And you're probably operating in fear. And fear kills. If Satan can keep you in fear long enough, he can kill you. That's the way he steals your faith through fear. Just like Peter on the water, the winds became boisterous. He stole the word from him and he began to sink. So he steals the word through fear. But am I doing what I'm doing today? Is the decisions I'm making for my family and household based on faith or is it based on fear? That's a good question to ask. Because faith uh, will lead you on the right path. Fear will lead you to destruction. Fear is the devil. Faith is God. Again, there's no gray area. It, it's white and black. Amen? It's good and evil. <laughs> fear is not something God uses. Fear is only something the devil uses. So now you know to resist it, right? Because I don't want to take things from the devil. I just want to take things from God. Amen? And God is a faith God. He's not a fear God. He doesn't have fear tactics. He gave us faith tactics to overcome fear. Perfect love casteth out all fear. Working love, knowing how much the Father loves you, will cast out fear from your life. He loves me so much, He's going to take care of me. He's going to provide for me. I was never called to provide for myself. He provides every need. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He surpasses my needs and brings me into my wants. Amen. Those who diligently seek Him, He's your rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. Amen. So give you stuff. Do you want anything today? I just encourage you, when we take up our offering at the end of the service, please release your faith in your giving. What do you want? The Lord instructed me to ask you that this morning. What do you want? Believe in that. Put your faith in your offering and receive that from God your Father. Put faith in your seed. And call in that harvest. Lord, I'm sowing this seed today in faith. I, sowed, I just sowed $2,000 into our building fund to a well-known minister. Good ground who I've tested and proven. I said, this is for our building fund. I'm sowing this into you. You have a building. It's debt-free. The other minister I sowed a thousand. You have a building. It's debt-free. That's what I want. I'm releasing my faith in my seed. I'm sowing into good ground who has what I want. I'm sowing my way up. Here we are, Lord. I believe. Release my faith in that seed. And then I'm faithful to call in my harvest. Farmer's got to bring in the harvest too. He doesn't just plant. You got to bring in the harvest. Amen. 
Father, I thank you for my building. It's coming to me now in Jesus' name. Amen. We have a lighthouse in Orange County. It's coming in. We have midweek services. We have a great children's ministry. We have a great band. Amen. It's coming in. I've sown for it. Amen. I believe my harvest. I call it in now in Jesus' name. And I do that every day. And if I do that every day, it's going to come in. Because life and death are in the hand of your tongue. Amen. So I put faith in every time, every seed that I sow. I put faith in it. It's my point of contact. I release my faith in that. Because he's faithful to give me good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. 30, 60, and 100 fold. In this earth, right now, on earth, as it is in heaven. Amen? It ain't for the sweet by and by. You can kill yourself by being over spiritual, have you noticed? You can miss God on that ditch, on that side, by being over spiritual. Amen? But God's a very practical, simple man. Jesus is very simple. I like to call, I've said it before, I, I believe God's a Methodist. Because he has methods and ways and structure of doing things, amen? And he doesn't change. So how he did it before, he's probably going to do it again. If Jesus' first miracle on earth was accelerating time, guess what his last miracle is probably going to be? The acceleration of time. He turned water into wine. Amen? He said, I won't partake of the cup of the vine until I drink it afresh in the kingdom of my Father. So he didn't drink it, but he provided it. Changed water into wine in an instant. Amen. So I believe that's what his, his last miracle is going to be before he returns. It's speeding up the time. Divine acceleration and unstoppable momentum. We're on a roll, people. <laughs> We're on a roll, aren't we? You feel it in your spirit? You feel that churning? Just like a locomotive just getting started. That's what he's doing with the body of Christ. He's moving you into position. And then once you're rolling, it's hard to stop a train that's rolling. It takes a ton of men to stop a train that's rolling. <laughs> maybe three angels, but maybe 186,000 men. Because they excel in strength and in might. An angel can stop a train. But a man can't. Good thing we got angels. Amen? Amen. Praise Jesus. Nothing can stop this train, no. Once God moves, there's no stopping him. He's as big as it gets. Unstoppable momentum. <laughs> I love this day. Today's a good day. It's a good day. It's a good hour in which we live. Unstoppable momentum that will carry us through to the end until he comes again. Whew, what a good freight train we have. Aren't we? Aren't we a flat car? We're on a freight train chair. Praise God, we're open to everyone. And we're moving. Praise God. Some of the hardest times are to just get, to just start. To just get moving. But once you're moving, people come along, help come along, resources come along. And everything just lines up for you. You know? Once you start and once you get moving. So just don't stop moving. Amen? Just keep moving. Say, I'm anointed of God. I lay hands on the sick. And they recover. I pray for one another so that I may be healed as well. I'm a sower and I'm a good reaper. Amen. See, you sow healing, you lay hands on your brother and sister, and you reap healing back into you. Keep that healing anointing moving in your life. Amen. Look for people to lay hands on. Keep it flowing. Amen. The Lord told Jerry Savelle, who we're under as well, 
uh, he was suffering in his body from some illnesses. And the Lord told him, it's because you're not praying for the sick enough. I need you to lay hands on more people. That's the key to just keep the anointing flowing. Just keep moving. You know, you sow and you reap. You pray for someone else, someone else is going to pray for you. You sow healing into someone, healing comes back to you. You sow money into someone, money comes back to you. It's just the method of exchange, sowing and reaping. You can't get out from it. It's The world's trapped in it. And if they knew it, they'd operate better in it through faith. But even some of the world's got it. You know, some of the most high-ended companies are generous. They're big givers into um, charitable donations and nonprofits. They seem to latch on to some truth that works for them in business. You know, so truth is in here. And they've taken it. And they're not saved. But they're just working the Word. So the Word will work for anyone. Amen. Praise God. Right, let's go back to the Word. <laughs> Amen. Is everyone getting something from this? I'm feeling healed right now. Amen. You should feel it in your body. You should feel God touch you through His Word. You should feel it. You should grasp it. You shall know it. And it may take a little bit for you to feel it. That's okay. Don't be moved by feelings. Just move your body through faith. Amen. And just wait. And keep at it. And sure, you'll have your breakthrough. If you don't quit, you'll win. If you don't quit, you'll win. That's the only guarantee for your victory. Don't quit. The devil's defeated. You reign. You're victorious. Amen. So he says, I give power to the might, to the faint. I increase strength to them that have no might. I'll renew your strength. I will strengthen you and help you. To your old age and gray hairs, I will carry you and I will deliver you. Isaiah 46, 4. I bore your sickness. Isaiah 53, 4. I carried away your pains. Well, if I have a pain in my shoulder, whose report am I going to believe? My body, which was sold under Adam's sin and transgression, or my Lord and Savior, who paid for my sickness and sin? <laughs> but, but I am sick. I'm not dealing with your sick. I'm dealing with you. You were healed. See, if we can get you to focus on you were healed, instead of your I am sick, you'll be healed. What are you focusing on more? Because focus is gasoline in the spirit realm. Whatever you focus on will ignite and grow. It's like a wildfire. And then James said the tongue is like a wildfire. An untamable tongue. So you got to control your tongue to control the fires in your life. You know how the devil... Psh, fiery darts you got to control your tongue tame your tongue to control the fires put them out snuff them out amen we teach our kids just keep saying I'm healed I am healed I am healed I am sick no that's not you I am is a huge strong confession whatever you attach I am to he's the great I am he's everything you need him to be whenever you need him to be it that's why he's the I am He's I am in every circumstance of your life, what you need him to be. But what you attach your name to, when you say I am, that's going to be your state. If you say I am sick, guess what? You will be sick. But if you continue to say I am healed, guess what? You will be healed. Life and death are in the hand of your tongue. If you don't get that, you're going to die prematurely. If you don't know that the power's in your mouth like the devil knows, he's going to get you. Amen. My life turned around when I finally grasped the fact I have what I say. Yes. It was a revelation to me. And that changed my life forever. 
Sickness tries to come, but it can't last. You know? Temptations try to come. Lack tries to come, but it can't stay. Once you know your authority. And that your life and death are in the hand of your own tongue. I'm poor. No, I'm not poor. I am not poor. Because the I am whom I'm in is not poor. He's rich. I am rich. That's scriptural. Amen? Let the weak say I'm strong. Let the poor say... I am rich. See, some Christians can't even say that. They're afraid. God's not afraid of prosperity. There's more verses in your Bible on prosperity than any other subject. God has a lot to say about you being wealthy, about you being sustained, about you flourishing, not failing, thriving, not just surviving, thriving your way through life. This is God's word. Who are you going to believe, man or God? If he says I'm rich, I'll take that to Wells Fargo. Hey, I'm on a starting account. I don't have any money right now, but God says I'm rich. <laughs> you got to start somewhere, amen? Put faith to your, you know, put works to your faith. Amen. God says I'm rich. You know? Uh, the, the financial pressure's a little tight. I am rich. God said it. That settles it. I'm not going to be moved. Until I have everything he told me. And they died to give me. Amen. The world needs money. The world needs help. And it costs money to help them. It costs money to get the gospel out. Amen. God needs us wealthy. Not poor. I ain't poor no more. He said preach this gospel to the poor. The good news. They don't have to be poor no more. I don't just give money to the homeless. I give them the word too. You don't have to be poor no more. You receive Jesus. This is from Him. And they just light up. It's amazing what 10 bucks can do. You know? It just opens people up. Have you noticed that? It's amazing what a gift can do. And He's the ultimate giver. And He loves a cheerful giver. But just a little token of appreciation. We do cooking gigs and one of our clients wrote us handwritten notes. Thank you for your service. And then put some money in there. But me and dad were talking, it's the note that made the difference. Just that token of appreciation opened us up, and then we were just able to even love more on her. Gifts open you up, you know? They open people up. I've given $10 to so many homeless people in Orange County, and just people who are suffering, you know? Widows are the homeless among you. I mean, who's, who's more poor? Someone who's asking for money on the corner or someone who just went through hell. You know, who's the poor among you? You have to seek that out. And you sow into fertile ground. And then Jesus matches dollar for dollar. He promised you that. He who gives to the poor lends unto the Lord, and the Lord shall repay him. Whenever we go to Laguna Beach with food uh, gift cards, hand them out, food, hand them out, the Lord pays us back the same day into the ministry. Yeah. That money comes right back the same day. He's against debt. So he pays off his debts real fast. He is the Jubilee, amen? <laughs> Praise God. If you have any debt today, we're debt free. If you have any debt today, just say that's canceled in Jesus' name. He's your permanent Jubilee. He don't want you in debt. Why? So that I can get more. I can get freely to the kingdom, amen? I ain't tied down by the Babylonian system of debt. That's how the world functions. Satan flows through that system of debt. If he can get you the borrower servant to the lender, 
If he can get you in debt, you just believe that those debts are paid off supernaturally. If you have debt, I encourage you to put faith in your seed in the offering. That my debt's canceled now in Jesus' name. It may happen overnight. It may take a month. It may take a year. But I know this for sure. God will accelerate the time. He's a miracle worker. If you focus and make a quality decision to live debt-free, God will accommodate you. He'll make it happen. Supernatural debt cancellation. It's part of his name. He's our permanent jubilee. And in the year of jubilee in the Old Testament, Douglas knows, debts were canceled. All debts paid in full. Say, all debt was paid in full. In Jesus' name. Amen. Woo, Jesus. It's a good service. The miracle worker is in you and in the house. Amen. And when we unite our faith together, miracles get done. Amen. People online, our faith can help someone receive their miracle just by gathering together. Amen. Praise God forever. He's still in the miracle working business. I was put to sickness for you, Isaiah 53.10 says. With my stripes, you are healed. Isaiah 53.5 I will heal you. Isaiah 57.19 Your life shall break forth as the morning and your health shall spring forth speedily. Isaiah 58.8 Just takes that word. I take him at his word. I act on that word. My health spring, springing forth speedily. Amen. You receive the word by speaking it back to him. I take it. That's, that's my word. My health shall spring forth speedily. When I was in bed at 10% energy. My health shall spring forth speedily. My health shall spring forth speedily. He himself took my infirmities and bore my sicknesses. You have to talk your flesh into it. Because the flesh is enmity against God. The carnal mind is enmity against God. You have to talk your mind and your body into the truth. Amen. He himself took my infirmities and bore my sicknesses. I was uh, slicing meats when I worked at Whole Foods here in Laguna Niguel. And I had surgery on the shoulder. I hit a pack of deer on Maui. I didn't know there were deer on an island. Amen. Going to work one morning. And I shattered my shoulder. We lived there for a bit. And they did reconstructive surgery. But the surgeon was awesome. Clarissa thought he was an angel. Tall guy. Tall, dark, and handsome. Amen. No, he wasn't dark. He wasn't dark. No. He was just handsome. Blonde. He was blonde. Clarissa knows. She took note. <laughs> While I was on anesthesiology, Clarissa was noticing his frame and figure. Good to know. Check out teeth. <laughs> I've noticed yours too yeah but he operated and it was a great surgery the hand of God man I knew that guy I, I just put me under I'm ready I just trusted him you know in the middle of nowhere Queen's Hospital I could tell he was anointed to do his job he was where God needed him to be and that's all you gotta do <laughs> smile what I see you just got to be where God needs you to be, and miracles will happen. You know? He told me to go to Whole Foods to work. Miracles happened in Whole Foods. Healing took place in Whole Foods. When people would come in, I laid hands on them. Miracles would take place. They'd come back and talk to me about it. I was standing in the specialty counter, which is where I work, slicing meats and cheeses. And these two guys are talking one night, and they both ended up going to the vineyard. And they were over here at the sushi counter. And I'm just standing there waiting on the Lord because I can see the, the lights on them. I knew they're Christians. You can see the light if you look. You know what I mean? They're illuminated. You're illuminated. The devil sees that. You should be able to see that. Oh, here's an illuminated one. 
You know, when I go out and evangelize, I knew who were Christians and who weren't. And the ones who weren't Christians, I'd say, have you, have you, you know, I'd get them saved. I'd say, have you heard the word? Where are you going to go when you die? Are you going to heaven? I said, I don't know. Well, let me share this with you. The Bible says all have sinned. Fall short of the glory. Romans Road. Fall short of the glory of God. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. And whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Say this with me. And get him saved. But the Christians, I said, you've been baptized in the Holy Ghost yet? Since you believed? That's what Paul preached. Have you been baptized in the Holy Ghost since you've believed? Most of them said no. A lot of them said yeah. I said, I don't think so. Do you pray in tongues? No. Well, then you haven't been baptized in the Holy Ghost. You know, Acts is very clear on nine accounts that there's a difference between believing in the name of Jesus and being baptized in the Holy Spirit. Jesus is the gift to the world, but the Holy Spirit's the gift to the church. Have you received your gift? And then I laid hands on them. Got eight people baptized in the Holy Ghost. One guy was raised at Calvary Chapel, a good friend of mine, musician. And I'll never forget it. They were still in the world smoking weed, drinking, you know. And I just dropped off some food, I think, to him one day. I was saved, and I was on fire. You know, that moment you get saved, you, you light up. And I had the baptism of the Holy Ghost, speaking in other tongues. I was flowing, praying every day, amen. And I just, I was in their car with them. And the one guy's in the front seat, raised in church too, just fell away from Christianity. My friends in the back seat didn't believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. He was, he didn't believe in it. You know what I mean? He heard about it, but he didn't believe in it. And I just felt that the guy in the front seat was ready to receive the baptism. So I just laid on hands on him. His name was Aaron. I said, just receive the Holy Ghost. You're saved. He wants to come in. Just receive the... And the moment I touched him, it just came out of him. And my friend in the back seat's like, oh my God! He was tripping out! He's now a believer. He received his baptism in the Holy Spirit. He was speaking in other tongues. I just love the Holy Ghost. He just shows up. Amen? Amen. But the Holy Spirit's the gift to the church. Every believer prayed in tongues in the book of Acts. And it ain't finished. The book of Acts is finished with us. We're the acts of the saints. That's us. It ain't finished. Miracles haven't passed away. Because the Holy Ghost hasn't. And praise God he hasn't because we all be dead. <laughs> Without the Holy Spirit. Amen. The great protector, shepherd of the sheep. Amen forever. So just keep going. Amen. Just keep moving with Jesus. The anointing's in you, and it's the anointing that breaks every yoke of bondage. Amen forevermore. Your life shall break forth as the morning, and your health shall spring forth speedily. Isaiah 58, 8. I will restore health unto you, and I will heal you of your wounds, saith the Lord. Jeremiah 30, 17. Amen. My arm was healed, praise God. And when I was working at Whole Foods, sorry, get back to my point. Those guys from the vineyard, I was just praying to the Spirit standing there and just waiting on the Lord and what's he going to do. And they just started moving slowly closer while they were talking, closer to my counter, to where the fact they were standing right next to me talking about Christian things. And I knew one of them had shoulder issue. The Lord showed me that. I said, can I pray for your shoulder? He said, yes, thank you. We laid hands and the Holy Spirit hit Whole Foods. All three of us felt the anointing. Got healed again right there on the spot. Then Benny Hinn comes through Whole Foods. And he says, I never shop at this Whole Foods, but something drew me in here today. I said, it was me. <laughs> he said, I always go to the one in Newport, but something drew me in here today. That's when I worked there. Girl, 
people would find out I pastored, and they'd bring their tithe to me without ever coming here. I made more <laughs> just standing there than on the clock. So the blessing is where God wants you to be, where you're called to be is my point. If he tells you to go work at Whole Foods, go work at Whole Foods. That's where your blessing is. If he tells you to work at McDonald's, just go. I don't support McDonald's, but hey, someone there may need you. I started working at Lowe's after street evangelism because I saw someone needed to be saved who worked there. So I applied to get that man born again because I knew he was chosen by God and anointed. Young man named Christian. That's why I started working at Lowe's. God said, get a job there. I need this man. Started ministering to him every day. Amen. But you just go where God needs you to be, and that's where the anointing is. That's where your blessing is. And you just stay there. Just like we've stayed here for seven years. Coming on seven years in August. We just stay. Till the devil runs away. Amen. Amen. Father, we pray over Orange County in Jesus' precious name. We will stay until the devil leaves this area. Amen. We come against any drug addiction. Any addiction of any kind in this, uh, this county. In the name of Jesus. Children who are living on their parents' dollar and spending them on drugs and ruining their bodies, ruining their relationships, ruining their families. Father, we just bind that spirit of drug abuse and addiction here in Orange County in the precious name of Jesus. Move, Holy Spirit, in this place. We will stay till the devil leaves. We give you all the praises for planting us here. Thank you for using us here. We agree. That spirit's got to leave in Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And as we keep standing believing, rehab homes will probably close up. And they won't be around normal family neighborhoods again. Where people are still on drugs. In them. Thank you, Father, for, for preserving our land, our county, our state, and our nation. We give you the praises. We stand in the gap for it. I believe in America just like you do. And I'll stand for America all the days of my life. I stand with my Father in heaven. I intercede for America in Jesus' precious name. I thank you that it's saved and born again. And that a mighty move of God will sweep this land. I thank you for a revival in this nation. Which more word, more gospel, more missionaries have come out of than any other country in the history of time. We give you the praises that you will never turn your back on America or the people on it. We give you glory. I give you praise. And I stand in faith till you come again. In Jesus' precious name. If you agree with that, say amen. Amen, amen. amen. Let's wrap up here, shall we? We're still in the Old Testament. Lord Jesus. Let's finish up in the Old. Behold, I will bring it health and cure, and I will cure you. And we reveal unto you the abundance of peace and truth. Jeremiah 33, 6. I will bind up that which was broken and will strengthen that which was sick. Ezekiel 34.16 says, Praise God forever. Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. Just say the blessings on me. The blessings on me. Just say, I receive finances during this service right now. I receive They're coming into me. They should come into you during our service. My phone's being interrupted with money coming in. It should come into you right now. Amen. Say, the blessing's on me. The blessing's working for me. I'm a partaker of his anointing. I prosper on this earth. Say, healing's coming to me now. I'm a member of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. I take his sacrifice now, afresh, 
that he died to give me. I'm healed. I rejoice. God is so good to me. I must be God's favorite. Hallelujah. Now look at someone next to you and say, I must be God's favorite. Amen forever. I will bind up that which was broken and will strengthen that which was sick. Ezekiel 34, 16. Number 47. Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. Anyone have a problem with asthma or breathing? I said it last week too. Just lay hands on your chest. Speak life into your lungs. I will cause breath to enter into you and you will live and not die and declare the glory of the Lord with fresh breath. And I shall put my spirit in you and you shall live. Ezekiel 37, 5 and 14. Whithersoever the rivers shall come shall live, or where the Holy Spirit allows to flow. They shall be healed, and everything shall live where the river, where the Holy Ghost comes. Ezekiel 47, 9. Seek me, and you will live and not die. Amos 5, 4 and 6. Number 50. I have arisen with healing in my wings. Malachi 4, 2. That's Old Testament prophesied about Jesus. Remember the woman with the issue of blood who suffered from infirmity for 12 years, spent all her livelihood on physicians, but never grew better, but rather grew worse? He said, if only I may touch, she said, the hems of his garments, the wings, his anointing, I shall be made whole. So that was prophesied in Malachi 4.2. He's arisen with healing in his wings, the wings of his garment. And she reached out, she knew the anointing was in there. And she grabbed hold and said she was healed in that instant. A 12-year chronic illness healed with one touch of Jesus' clothes. Amen. And you're his body. He wasn't in her, but he's in you. What can't we do? (laughs) I tap into the anointing in me. I receive my health and healing. God needs me whole. God needs me prosperous. To bless other people. If I stop believing, I die. You live by your faith. Amen. Your faith is the victory that overcomes this world. So guard it with your whole life. Guard it with all your heart. For out of it proceed the issues of your life. Isn't God so good and gracious? Isn't He so rich? He's health and healing to all your flesh. I just encourage you to print that out and read the New Testament verses on your own. That was just the Old Testament. See, even Jews can get healed on the spot. Just read them the Old Testament. Amen. They take the word and get healed. Praise God. God's the original Jew. Jesus was Jesus. We were grafted in. Now you're more Jew than Gentile. So don't speak against your family. Support Israel. It's just common, you know. You're grafted in. Amen. Think like a Jew. They're rich. They know their covenant. They used to have the first five bikes, the Pentateuch, the Torah of the of the Bible memorized by the age of twelve. That means Jesus had Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy that Moses wrote memorized by the age of twelve. He said, "I must be about my father's business." When the parents were leaving the synagogue, I got to go back. I'm not finished with my training. Just think if our kids had the book in their heads. Devil can't come against that. Devil can't tell a Jew they're poor. That's why they're rich. They don't they're so developed in mind that they don't allow those thoughts in. 
they know who they are. They know their covenant. And Christians should know their covenant because we're under the blessing of Abraham. You can't tell me I'm, you should suffer and be poor. That's the spirit of Antichrist. Wiping out what Jesus already bought and paid for you. you got to bind that spirit of Antichrist. Anything that comes against what Christ has already done for you. I'm healed. I'm whole. I'm prosperous. I'm rich. God is good. He's good forever. Amen. I'm Elisha Benanti. I approve this message. Did everyone get something from this? Amen forever. And Father, just one last time. Are we taking communion today? Let's do that and receive our healing. It's hard to be communion to receive healing. Can we get our communion elements out? And Can someone help us with that? If we don't have grape juice, um, I'll just close my eyes and pick someone to sacrifice and we'll drink. Uh, <laughs> that's called kingdom roulette. Not Russian roulette. Kingdom roulette. <laughs> covenant. Every covenant's cut in blood. Old and new. you got to have blood to cut covenant. Amen, amen. Praise God forever. Thank you, Ellie. We're coming around with the communion elements. Please take the body and the blood. Amen. This is a great time to receive your health and healing. I don't care what pain you had. It says he took your pains. If you had a pain in any joint in any area of your body, this is your time to receive your wholeness in that area. Amen. Amen. If you've wrestled with sin, this is your time to receive atonement again. Amen. The blood will wash you clean. White as snow, red as crimson. It's fresh every day. Amen. Covers a multitude of sins. Love himself. Father, thank you for dying, sending your son to die on our behalf. We give you all the praises and the glory. And he instructed us to do this in remembrance of him, so we do. Lord Jesus, thank you for your sacrifice over 2,000 years ago on the cross when you said it is finished. You erased the curse and brought upon us the blessing, which is health and healing to all our flesh, prosperity in every area of our life, and heaven, eternal life in addition. Thank you for a threefold cord that can't be easily broken. Thank you for the blood and the body in which you sacrificed and came to give us. We give you all the praises and all the glory. And if you agree with that, say amen. Amen. And I, I, we're going to get this verse. We should have this memorized by now. Isaiah 53, who has believed our report? Say me. me. I believe the word of the Lord. And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Say me. me. He's good. Yeah. For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, Jesus, and as a root out of dry ground. Remember the scholars, the scribes, and the Pharisees? Nothing good comes out of Nazareth. Read the scriptures. Search the scriptures. As a root out of dry ground. He has no form or comeliness on the cross. You know when Moses holded up that serpent in the wilderness? Part of, you know? That represents Jesus hanging on the cross for you. Scholars say his flesh was so maimed when the curse came upon him on the cross, he literally looked like a serpent on a stick. Jesus on the cross. That's what he's saying here. He has no form. His form was broken for ours. Or comeliness, that we should desire him. Well, that thing, he just shriveled up with the sin and the weight of the world on him. Amen? Sin of all mankind came on him. Forever. He has no form or comeliness, and when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected by men. Prophesied, we see that all throughout the Gospels. A man of sorrows, that word sorrows is pains, and acquainted with grief, sicknesses. 
He became pain for you. He became sickness for you. So you don't have to. He And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. Didn't Peter run? Didn't Peter deny him thrice? We hid, as it were, our faces from him and denied him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. Verse 4. Surely he has borne our pains. Surely. Get that in you. Surely he has borne all my pain. He took my pain. I don't have to bear it. He died for my body, my soul, and my spirit. All three parts of me. He died in every area for me. Surely he has borne my pains and carried away our sicknesses. Devil, you can't put them on us. Jesus carried them away for us. I will not take it. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, and he was bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement for our well-being, wholeness, health, and healing in every area of peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. He's the great shepherd of the sheep, the flock. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. The Lord, God, laid on Jesus the iniquity of the whole world. All they have to do is receive their Redeemer and redemption to be separated from sin forever and made the permanent of righteousness of God in Christ. So Lord, we just do this in remembrance of your sacrifice over 2,000 years ago that you poured out your blood and cut a new covenant with us through it. The New Testament. Over 7,000 promises are now available that have now been made purchases through your blood given freely to your people. We do this in remembrance of you. We partake of your blood. The re removal of all sin. If there's anyone here, just say it with me. I repent from all sin. Known sin and unknown sin. Thank you, Jesus, for cleansing me. And making me white as snow. Amen. No sin, no sickness. No Satan, no sin. No sin, no sickness. Paradise. And then his body, this is for your body. This is his body that was broken for yours. So that yours might be made whole and put back together. Through his sacrifice, amen? Through the living word that became flesh. The word was broken for you. And now you can take it to mend you to heal you. You take the living word at his sacrifice today and receive him and eat him. Eat his word. Eat of me. Drink of my blood. If you don't, you don't have part in me, he said. Believers, eat the word. Drink the word afresh on a daily basis. We take his body. We take him at his word. Stripes were upon his back for our healing. If you had back pain, now's your chance. His back was literally broken for yours. Every vertebrae. Glass dug into the spine, emaciated, crippled for you. And it pleased the Father to do so, Isaiah tells us. So that you may be made whole. Amen. Do you believe in Christ? Do you believe the Anointed One and His anointing? I'm a believer, amen. I believe what He did is final. 
it's settled in heaven and on earth. And we just put ourselves in remembrance of that today. Amen. We partake of his body. Father, thank you that we're healed. We receive our daily bread, manna from heaven, our healing fresh today, our, fr our flesh made fresher than a child's. I release my faith. This bread is my point of contact. I receive my healing. I take it freely. Freely give it. Freely receive. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God is so good. Stay with me. I feel great. I feel great. Because he's always great. He never feels bad. <laughs> amen. He always feels good because he's always good. Neither should you. Thank you for coming out today. Oh, you smiley baby you. Did he take communion? He's moved on to applesauce from Mount. He's growing in the Lord. <laughs> Amen. We're going to take up our offering. Praise God forever. You can make your check out to Elisha Mark Ministries or Word at the Ranch. You can give online at ElishaMarkMinistries.com and partner with us and set up reoccurring giving for our ministry, believing for a building this year. You can sow directly into that by just marking building fund. And anything that comes into our building fund will go toward a building. And it won't be touched. Amen? So we've had a good donation so far into the building fund. So thank you for doing that and kickstarting that for us. Bless you guys. Amen. We're believing, so believe with us. Father, we thank you as we so see today our tithes and offerings. The good measure pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Shall men add into our lamps? Thank you. You even waited. Oh, glory to God. A waiter that waits. Go figure. <laughs> a waitress that waits. Go figure. Yeah, it is part of their title. Wait. I'm not ready to order. Just wait. <laughs> Praise God. We wait on him. Amen, amen. Again, we just lift up our seeds. Thank you for the harvest, Father. We can now give you, I thank you, Lord, for a 30-60 fold return. The anointing of wealth, the anointing of prosperity that's upon your people. Thank you for increasing them more and more, them and their children, especially as we see the day approaching. We thank you that the steps of the righteous get brighter and brighter and more abundant till the end. That as the world goes under, the church is fixed forever higher and higher. We give you all the glory and the praises for your system of finance, for your kingdom, that we sow and we reap, and we live from what we give. I give you all the praises for everyone's harvest here today. They can now give you. Thank you, Lord, for measuring it back to them. Good measure. Pressed down, shaken together, and running over. 30, 60, and 100 fold. I attach my faith with them today that whatever they came in believing for, is given to them now. Amen. In Jesus' precious name. I claim every need met, every want and desire fulfilled in their lifetimes before they leave earth into heaven. Glorify thy name through them. Glorify thy name through us, that the world may see you physically, financially, spiritually, and soulfully on us, your people, in your church. We give you all the praises for exalting us as we exalt you because we're one with you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Just say it with me. 
I receive my harvest. You're a good father. Thank you. Amen. We love you guys. Bless you. <laughs> Thanks for coming. I don't want it to end either. I feel the anointing. Happy Sunday. If anyone would like hands laid on them for prayer, just come on up after the service. Amen? And praise God, we'll just push your healing on through. It's a good day to get healed. It's a good day to be whole. Amen. Love you guys. Thanks for coming out. Bye for now. <laughs> See ya.